Welcome to Book Pile Banter. This is Amberly with Sarah and Kim. And today we are going to discuss This Poison Heart, which is by Kylin Bayron and was published in 2021 by Bloomsbury Young Adult. It's the second novel by Kylin Bayron. Again, I apologize if I say that wrong. I am terrible with names. And is considered a contemporary young adult fantasy. And the plot is Breeseus, Breeseus, Breeseus has had a special connection with plants all her life. It has been a struggle to keep friends and feel sure of herself. But when her unknown biological aunt leaves her a house, Bree has a chance to learn about her biological mother, make friends, and uncover a family secret. But is it worth the cost? All right, Sarah, what did you think of the book? Overall, I found it disappointing. Was that not loud enough? No. Overall, I found it disappointing. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> well, you keep a consistent volume so I can place you accordingly away from the microphone. Uh, no, no, you're not in that kind of mood. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it intentionally, but my voice is probably... Voice? Volume is probably going to drop. My voice is probably not going to drop. I think <laughs> that's you probably pretty set. <laughs> You're yeah. Done with puberty and all that. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. After all this time. <laughs> okay, so you found the book overall disappointing. Yes. Can I elaborate beyond that, or just just just? I almost start feel with? like I've been tricked by you. Why? When you were selling it to me as like this interesting poison ivy esque story. And like you get some plant stuff in the beginning, and then it just turns into fucking witches. And weird Greek shit. And I'm like, I don't even care at this point. I felt like I got poison ivy vibes throughout all of it. but And I was really mostly referring to her ability. Yeah, which was interesting for the first, like, third. And then it just turned into witches and Greek shit. See, I didn't I didn't feel witches. I mean, kind of. I felt like you kept poking in that direction without actually going, going full there, tilt. Yeah. But. Yeah, I didn't feel like it went witches. It went mythology. Hecate but I thought that, that was stuff. I thought that was pretty upfront from the very beginning, considering all of the names <laughs> that they were throwing everywhere here, there, and tither. No, you <laughs> you are pissed. <laughs> are you mad we made you read the book? By the end of it, I was a little annoyed. Well, I don't know if a little is the right. <laughs> okay, so you should just accept if I say, "Oh man, this is a five star read for me." You're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. I'm, mm, yeah. <laughs> I've come to the conclusion that you two can't meet anywhere. because Which is weird because I used to borrow her books all the time and read them. I just feel like I've burned out on fantasy. And now anytime something starts to get super fantasy or even mention witches, it just turns off in my brain. But even the sci-fi recently, you haven't really been, that we've been doing for the podcast, you haven't been digging. Um, you didn't like Left Hand of Darkness all that much. I gave it a four star rating. Yeah, but like when you were talking well, my, about the it. The sci-fi I like has a lot of things in space and spaceships, not people walking around on the ice. Okay, so we already <laughs> talked about Left Hand of Darkness, so we'll, we'll let that go. Um, um, what did you think of it, Amber? I love this book. This was actually the second time reading it for me, and I already have the art for this sequel. Oh, braggy, braggy. Braggy, braggy. Um, 
which I've been nice and haven't read because I didn't want to accidentally give away any plot points while discussing this. But I like this book. I like the fact that it is, I felt pretty mature for a young adult book. We weren't trying to have, you know, while two characters are clearly interested in the main character, Trogo, get off. Um, we aren't being forced in some weird love triangle in order to push the plot forward. She doesn't hate her parents and, you know. I'm blocking Drogo from jumping. Oh, out. I thought you were stopping I'm not, like, me. trying to hold your hand or anything. <laughs> I you were asking you to shut you, up. I thought you were saying, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. I thought no. you were saying, hold, I want to add to this. But yeah. no. 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 Just I could to... just see Drogo, like, looking up, like, nope. But, so I really... I agree with that point, though. I thought the interaction with the parents was great. I her and health. I did like her parents. I will admit, I think that was my... (laughs) Fuck off, Drogo. Freaking cat. Oh my god. He is much heavier than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) He's very solid. He's Um, a little chonk. Thick ass cat. I did, yeah. The parents I thought were cool. I wish that perhaps they weren't called mom and mo because i did frequently just mix up which one was which yeah uh sometimes especially when oh, stuff right. was happening and like i found their personalities pretty like distinct that i had didn't have that part of a time the part i really liked was the fact that they were referred to as parents yeah. and not my moms my yeah. moms my moms we weren't trying to push that it was these are my parents you know and it's not something you see yet when it comes to books and writing they 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 try to overemphasize that they have two moms or they have two dads well, so it's my moms or my my dads and, and this was my parents always. i love that mo is just short for mom like yeah. like like because at one point they're like what what's the what what does that stand for what is the nickname and she's just like well it's, it's for, for mom but it makes it easier for me to know who i'm talking to i'm talking to mo or i'm talking to mom and this is typical in in uh families that have parents of the same you you have a, a one that's called mom and one that's called something else yeah. and, and they come up with their or both variation. of them are called something else yeah yeah you know there's no requirement that both parents be called mom mom, but, or I liked it. Be called mom. I, yeah. but, but i understand yeah i understand what you're saying as far as it was pretty close there there's there's like in my sister's family it was it was mom and mama lynn um so you know it was that's how that's how they did it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone just does their own thing. Well, and the other thing I really liked is because a good portion of the parents are just off doing their thing. And most young adults is like, how the hell is this child getting away with this? But in although it was referring to their powers, I felt like it was referring to the general that the parent the moms just kept saying, Go stretch, go, you know, this is your chance, go be you. You're in a place that you might be able to be you. Go figure out what that means. Yeah. So when Bree was spending so much time away from them and they were just kind of briefly being touched upon, it's like, I believe it. I believe that these two women have said, we trust you. You've established a strong enough trust with us. We've met the people you're interacting with. Because each time she met them, and they, they met the uh, both um, Mary and Carter, and, and interact with them before they that were allowed. Was Maria. It's oh, Maria. Maria. Sorry, it's Marie. Yeah. Oh, Marie. Marie. Um, M-A-R-I-E. I, yeah, Marie. They interacted with them with both times and then were giving consent yeah. to, to I go thought out. their interactions was a little, well, was very over the top. I, I don't think parents are that obnoxious typically, but 
Maybe. Maybe they I are. don't know. I, you know what? As Coming from the perspective of it being written for teenagers, I remember as teens, you guys would say things that felt that over the top that weren't that over the top. Just cracking jokes, you know, teasing me with my friends around, you know, nothing major, but no, it, it felt to me in, in terms of how I remember you guys being where a parent is being playful and liked by the friends. Um, it seemed like realistic conversation to me from the perspective of a main character being a teenager. Yeah. I, like I said, I just thought it was a little over the top, but yeah, perspective. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take your phone away from you. No, it's all I have. No, you are going to engage in the conversation. I don't have anything else to say. Yes, you, you have do. plenty to say. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I have things to say that I don't necessarily want to say. You can say whatever you want to say. This is a safe space. Not for the books. Yeah, not for the authors. Not for the authors. No. To be pretty aggressive. <laughs> okay, so what did you... Okay, so you... Before we started this, you complained because you said I, I sold this to you the wrong way. Because I had told you that it was a, like, black poison ivy which meets Secret Gardens. I don't know anything about Secret Garden, so... Oh, okay. I just had to assume that that meant a garden in secret somewhere. It's a, it's a book. Obviously, but it's not one I've read, so, therefore, I can only go off the title, which is Secret Garden. Get him off. I, what, what? I can't get him off. He's too heavy for me. Okay, so before we were interrupted by the black cat who insists on being in everyone's face... Um, I had sold it to you as Black Poison Ivy meets Secret Gardens, which you apparently have never read Secret Gardens, and I'm shocked, honestly. Um, Are you, though? Are you really I don't even know what book you're referring to, so. (laughs) It's literally called The Secret Garden. Well, clearly she hasn't read it, just like me. (laughs) You're glaring at me like I should know. I'm looking at So again, if someone says Poison Ivy in Secret Garden, I assume it's just going to be some girl with plant powers and also a garden that's somewhere in secret. That is all the information. 1911 after. Set in England. This wasn't set in England. The Secret Garden. Yeah, I know. know. It's... (laughs) Plot summary. Okay, just you guys continue talking. So... So I sold it to you wrong. You, you you feel betrayed, but you liked the powers at the beginning. Yeah, I thought that that was interesting. Okay. If the book had gone in a completely different direction, I do not know what kind of direction I was expecting it to go in, but certainly not the one it took. Um, like, did you want it to stay focused on plants? Probably. I and I like the that. poison stuff. I thought that was really interesting. And then, but not the way that she did it. I don't know. Like I said, I don't really... Ronan, stop! You have an animal <laughs> issue. <laughs> he loves me very, very, very much. <laughs> so you don't even know which way you would have liked the plot yeah. to gone. You just liked the beginning and then it and took then a it direction you weren't expecting. became just a basic YA magic novel is how I felt. And I just... Uh... See, I still don't get the magic out of it. I Other either. than she had... An interaction with plants. There, then there was the apothecary. There was a discussion about something magical being there. And then they found the altar and stuff in the secret room. And see, that, I think they also that, mentioned the altar came across more as a Greek. Yeah, uh, to me, um, 
but I mean, there wasn't, there weren't people sitting around, you know, casting spells or, or mixing the herbs. Cause the, I mean, when she was messing with the plants, when they were dried and she was creating things, it was more like holistic medicine to me rather than witchy to me. Um, I actually, I liked it cause it, it, to me, it felt like that fine line between, okay, clarification, I'm Wiccan. I'm not practicing Wiccan currently, but I am Wiccan. And there's this subtle line where doing anything rich, ritualistic in that nature, you use plants with the, and I air quote, magic, um, you know, you cast spells, you do rituals, all that kind of stuff. But the reality is, is you're just using it to kind of center yourself and, and use the properties of the plants that are naturally there. And so that's where I took all of that from is it was just leaning into what is like unknown or known about plants as to what they can do and, and coming up with a solution. It didn't ever feel too over the top. Um, I think maybe the only thing was when Hecate showed up. Yeah, that was, uh, that was different. That was definitely <laughs> a jump forward into a different genre there, kind of. Um, they, they did, they, so anything that happened in the end of the book was... I just feel like it lost the plot at some point. It just, it I, I, I don't disagree with further, you. Further off the rails, to the I, point that, like, I didn't even want to read the last hundred pages, and I was like, maybe no one would know, but then after reading that, it's like... They would have oh, known. They would have known. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I kept going forward because they'd have gone, you know, hey, you would have been like, hey, yes, she, yeah, that, that, yeah, that was interesting. Was the thing that happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my God, can you believe what they did to mom? And you'd be like, yes, it was so great. And we would have been. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt like this book had thirds to it. Mm hmm. And I like the first third. The first third I really liked. The middle third I found it was a slow. boring, but it was a lot of setup for the that last That was where I started third. getting disappointed. I was like, oh. Yeah. And then by the end of the second third. I but I don't feel the first third and the, the third third match. I don't think we were reading the same story. But it, I, but it didn't. It wasn't so much so that I couldn't enjoy where the book actually decided to take me rather than where I was feeling it was going or wanted it to go. See, and I don't know, for me, the middle is slow. Like unequivocally, I'm not gonna pretend it's not slow. It is set up mm -hmm. and it's discovery and it's discovering a lot of information that makes things clearer by the end. See, I would rather she was discovering her powers rather than discovering yeah. what's going it's on like, in this yeah, entire town. Yeah, they spend all this time on this powers and then it's just like totally thrown away for just like whatever yeah. else is going on and then also, oh, you know, descended from a god. I feel like I knew that was coming from almost everything, the beginning. Even though yeah. it was, sorry. <laughs> no, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say, even though, even through the not the entire middle, having read it twice, um, she is because she's working on the garden. She's figuring out how to care for the plants. She's figuring out how to run the apothecary. Those all felt like learning her abilities. That see that totally. I don't see that because she knew how to use her abilities. Mm -hmm. She was just stopping herself from using her abilities. Well, yeah. Then she gets into the garden and she's doing this, that, and the other, and all the plants are going, yay, we're going to grow now. Um, yeah, but if it had been about her learning her abilities for the entire book, you would have just said it's another cliche young adult book about powers. Yeah. 
I mean, <laughs> but it's already a cliche, so. <laughs> See, okay. So for me, what I was originally saying with all of that is I feel like the beginning and the end do match up for this one. Did Drogo come back in? No, the, the oh the door's locked. Murphy's on this side and Drogo's on that side, and they keep touching paws. So it's like those iconic scenes in movies where the, oh. the two hands touch at the glass, which is why I was uh, okay. laughing because they're trying to figure out one how to get in and one how to get out. Sorry, <laughs> full sentences, Amber. Go with it. <laughs> no, that would require you to not go off on random tangents. Oh. So what I was trying to say. Is the beginning and the end felt like a match for me. And the big reason for that is when it comes to the fact that she is descendant of what, well, okay, we know them as Greek gods, but it was implied that they were something more, something older. And it's like, okay, you know, actually it makes sense that possibly what we deemed god and goddesses back in the day were people with special abilities. They did something special. And so her not having to struggle to figure out her power because she was born with this innate gift. It seems similar to if you were to look at Hercules and his abilities. If you were to simply say she was the daughter of a goddess and could use her powers, okay, she's the daughter of a goddess. I accept that her powers may not be as powerful as a goddess. But yeah, she has I'm, just, I'm just saying that the middle part was not her learning her abilities. No, no. Well, I mean, I like. I feel like it was exploring. I don't think she ever needed to learn them. I think it was her exploring and growing comfortable. And that's what this book is really about, is being comfortable with who you are. Yeah. Um, and that's what the setup is from the very beginning, is, is we're told that her friends... Didn't accept her. Didn't accept her. They're struggling to survive where they're at. Um, All I gotta say is she's gonna have some trust issues <laughs> because she finally makes a friend and then finds out he's he's yeah he's worse than the people she had given up. In, yeah, in Brooklyn. However, I feel like I feel like we're gonna get a redemption with Carter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They. Yeah. That, I think that's because cool. I think I think he genuinely genuinely was interested in her abilities and interested in her but had a terrible parent. Yeah. And so he was forced into doing something that he didn't want to do. Cause it was very clear at the end that he was trying to be trying to apologize, trying to explain really wasn't succeeding at it. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I don't know. So I'd kind of like to see him come back, particularly because he, he he's, if he was Redmond's biological son, he is then also too descended from yeah. a Greek being um which means he, he there might be more to his family and clearly there's some potential because his mother thought she was you know the descendant of Hermes and therefore was permitted something um so maybe somehow he's going to also discover he's special it'd be kind of nice I feel like Carter like yeah. could be owed to that because he was a fumbling bumbling yeah. But I don't know Hearts how much, in his eyes. I don't know how fumble. <laughs> and now we all get to hear what Ronan does when I'm not around. Oh, it's come up multiple times now in the recordings. <laughs> it's nothing new. Um, I don't feel people have directly heard it. <laughs> I'd say bring him in, but no, he won't do it. No. Um. But yeah, so I, I'm kind of hopeful that maybe Carter will have a redemption. Hopefully. What about you, Sarah? How did you feel about Carter? 
I'd like it better if his name started with a C instead of a K. Yeah, that was irritating, but whatever. That's that's typical young adult writing. You've got to make the name unique. Try Is that, that all your feelings on him? <laughs> Is that you wish his name started with a C? <laughs> I mean, I liked him, but it was obvious that he was not going to be a good person, so... End of sentence. Yeah, I have to swallow before I can keep talking. Thank you. <laughs> she expected more, so she thought she had time to take a drink. I was waiting for you to say that's what she said. <laughs> I left it alone. <laughs> okay, so what about um, Marie? Didn't like her. Hated her. From the minute she showed up, I don't like her. I don't Which also made it hard, because then I was like, oh, this is a sapphic book, and she is the love interest. It's not a sapphic book. It's an LGBTQ+. And they but I mean, she's clear. obviously she's, the she's, love interest. But they also made it very clear that that the main character is um, bi. Yeah. Because she had previous boyfriends, previous right. girlfriends. Yeah. So it's, but the minute she showed up and like, Briseis uh, was like blushing and stuff. I'm like, oh no, for Marie. Yeah. This I is don't. Be I hard. don't think. I don't. I don't think it's gonna necessarily end well with her and yeah. Marie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's why it doesn't bother me. I'm not sure it will votes. because because of the hearts. Oh yeah, it was. She was over the. It, it was too quick. It was too. It was too much. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to be a vampire, and I was just going to like. But, I mean, basically, I was. Though, I was she's immortal and super strong. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is that she can go in daylight, and she doesn't drink blood. So I. Also that we know of yet. That we know of yet. Because she really was only during the nighttime, right? Was she ever no. out during the day? She, no, she came the first the time they met. She came to the apothecary during the day. I remember. Was it during the day? I don't remember. And I think I on, when to... she was on the driveway, like a total fucking creeper. Um, that was in the evening. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I would have. I mean, I'm not going to go through it again to to break down whether she was. But ever I mean, she's basically a vampire. Day. Day. But every time Nix went and picked her up, it was at night. So that that kind of implies that most of their interaction was at night. Yeah. I, I but I don't like know the name Nix though. Because I'm nearly positive that is a... Uh, I love the name Nyx. I think that's a Greek goddess. It is. It is. Of the night, right? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Darkness, shadow, night. Yeah, of the night. Literally of the night. Yep. Nyx is the Greek... <laughs> I Sorry. love Nyx. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. I, and I like the comparisons that they... Because there were a lot of pop culture references yeah. in this. And she was clearly compared to... Um, one of the actresses from, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, from uh, uh, Black, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. Thank oh, you. Okay. Thank you for <laughs> oh, finishing oh, my sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, but more badass. She said she was more badass than Okoye. That's pretty fucking hard to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're, not, you're not feeling it. <laughs> I liked Nick. I, I did not like Marie. I I don't think that's going to end pretty at all. I'm not sure if it's supposed to end pretty though. I hope not. Because I don't want them to. I don't have high hopes. So <laughs> it'll end fine. Or, or at the very least, I, I think Marie's going to have to do something to really warrant. She'll like give up her immortality or something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she'll give up her immortality. I'm sure at some point that in order to I love back, the way you say that. Well, yeah, of course. And you're over there going, oh, my God. I mean, they've got to reunite the heart pieces. You know, so that they can. So in love with this 17-year-old child. 
Yeah. I'm, and you know I'm, what? But it's less, I, it's no worse than, you know, the thousand year old men in love with the 17 well, I know, year old child. And that's, I, I, it's I, the same thing. That, that's, that's something that I wish in these young adult. I mean, I, like I when get I was it, these authors all have daddy issues. Um, but could we stop putting our daddy this issues is <laughs> on our characters? Because we need to get over it. This is the, 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 I mean, when I was 17, I would have enjoyed this kind of stuff. But now being not 17 what, anymore. What does a 17-year-old find appealing in an ancient man other than it was made cool in Twilight? Well, they always look like they're young, though. Exactly. Um, Explain to me the appeal. I don't I think get it's it. a sense of maturity of one's, like, being recognized but for now one's it's like own that's, maturity. That maturity gap <laughs> between, like, a 17-year-old and a 380-year-old woman, it's just like, huh. Or man, you know, anything. Yeah. Like, how, you know, that, it's, oh, see here, I was like, well, at least it's a woman for a change, not, you know, it's still mysterious creepy. older man. It's, it's still creepy. Oh, yes, but I mean, like, if we're going to play with the trope, at least we're changing it up a little bit yeah, here. Yeah, no, and, and this <laughs> author did a really good job of, of changing up the tropes. And she, yeah. she didn't fall into typical tropes. Yeah. And when she used the trope, she did a, a take on it. And, that, and that's at least... Um, more than most do. Well, okay, and so my biggest example of that that I absolutely love is the flat, the flat. I have no idea what she just said. Flat. The fact. I, I meant to say the fact that she is black, and instead I said the flat. <laughs> okay, the fact that she is black. The, yeah, the flat. No, 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 no. I wasn't the flat. Just the flat. The flat. She just compressed, compressed okay. all of those words. <laughs> the flash. <laughs> that was the entire sentence in one word. <laughs> that is what I did. Uh, I have discovered apparently that is a disorder that some people have when they're speaking. Is is sometimes you? Oh God, we words. have too many disorders. Just let it go. It's, oh no, no, it's, no. it's like a symptom of, of like. Yeah. But yes, the flact. So I enjoyed the flact going on the fact that she was black but this was a greek character um and descended from greek characters and they kept emphasizing that all of the previous generations look the same mm-hmm. so it isn't that you know somewhere along the way some magical like pairing up brought blackness into the family no it is unequivocally medea was black she then proceeded forward. And it's believable. To, to, to go through, to go, I was going to say, to go through history and assume that everybody in Greece, which is actually very close to Africa, Africa, um, in the Middle East, uh, it, it, that everybody was just lily white is, is ridiculous. Yeah, that is all the imagery we get is all of these yeah. lily well, white people. And I love the idea that they're like, but there's an indication that Medea's story is even older. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's completely and utterly possible that Medea, as the concept in this person's writing, is from Africa and came to Greece. Yeah. We don't know. But we take as a white community the assumption that Greece is the start of all is literature. Is the start of all literature, start yeah. of all knowledge, because that's the only thing we've managed to discover because it's what we focused on discovering. And then we just ignore the fact that Greece is on the Mediterranean. In the Mediterranean, there was all kinds of trading and mixing and, and going on there. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Cleo, if I remember correctly, Cleopatra is Greek. She's Egyptian. She's Egyptian. No. She, and she's, she is Egyptian and 
I am nearly positive she's Greek and Egyptian. I could have sworn recently I had seen something on her heritage. Yeah, a Macedonian Greek general and companion of Alexander the Great. That That, that isn't her hereditary. That's what she She's did. a descendant of its founder. So she is a member of the Ptolemaic dynasty, and she was descendant of its founder, Ptolemy. Ptolemy, I can't. I it's can't do Yeah. Uh, no, it's Greek. I Soder, a Macedonian Greek general and companion of Alexander the Great. She's not fully Greek, but she is descended of Greek. And so I was just using her as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that mixing that can be going on in that area that we're just going to, you know, in our white centric perspectives, we tend to forget as a possibility. Yeah, no. Um, great. So. I really liked that about this story is we were taking something that traditionally gets viewed from a very white point of view and opening up options and making it empowering and beautiful. And they I mean, they just, one thing I did love is the description of their hair all the time. Yeah. The twists. I just, I was like, I can picture that. I've seen now enough content to picture what her hair looks like. And the cover of the book is gorgeous. It is. I don't know if you found the cover gorgeous or not. That was the one good thing I said on my good Oh, okay. Show. <laughs> you like the cover? You yeah, like the cover. Nice. So the cover it was gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I... I, I, well, and I well, and it's a great example of how you can write and represent people of color. Yeah. And so if, if, if you're a potential writer, this would be a good book to read so that you can find out how to write people of color without... Stereotyping. Without being stereotypical and, and derogatory in, in what you're saying, so... And I think the other thing that this made me think of and like made me feel like nice is we didn't have to go a slave route angle at all. Instead, it was that the family had been there for generations. They were part of the establishing of the, the town being That's Syracuse so funny because that didn't even occur to me that there would even need to be a slave route angle to this. But like, but yeah. most books feel the need. Like yeah, if this yeah. were written by a white author, it oh, would have yeah. been, you know, oh, they had to escape from their slave owning plantation, you know, the yeah. plantation they were part of. Instead it was just, they're part of the community. And, it, you know, it actually made me think about how we have repurposed Tituba from the Crucible. Yeah. And how it used to be, oh, you know, she was the bad person who did this thing and introduced these things. And instead, now she's kind of making this weird movement towards, like, empowerment and all that kind of stuff. I've seen her reused in literature now where she's stronger than them. They used to portray her, like, particularly when I saw her in literature as a kid. And that made me think of this. is because it's, it's New York. There's a fair possibility this family happily has been existing there out in the, the, you know, and they weren't in the center of town, so we were, they weren't trying to claim that they were, like, the epicenter of town and everyone just coolly accepted them. They were just, they were part of the town. They were off in the, they referred to it as the sticks. Um, and they had a function that served the town, so the town yeah. appeared to treat Cersei's family with a modicum of decency. Yeah. Not equality, but decency. So, yeah, I liked that also about this and yeah. the representation. Um, what about you, Sarah? What did you, with, with all of that, did you find any of that appealing? Or in, did you gauge any thoughts on any of all of that? You were not listening, were you? Because you were patting my I face. was listening. 
Tituba, Crucible. <laughs> Anything before that? Yeah, but it, it's sliding out of memory. Um, <laughs> no slavery angle. That was nice, actually. Um, I remember when you guys were kids and you would repeat back to me, and I'm like, just because you can say the words back, and you, you actually heard what I was saying. I was, Martin was exceptionally good at that. He could actually reiterate the entire sentence back to me, and I'd be like, yeah. Now listen to what you just said back to me. What are you hearing there? And he'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Just just repeating the words doesn't mean you actually heard. I'm giving you a hard time. I'm sorry. Anyway. Any thoughts on that at all? I Representation mean, in the book in terms of... It's um, nice to have it. Okay. If they had all been white characters, I would definitely be tearing us apart much harder. Okay. But it also doesn't change how I feel about the plot. So I know, but like, like, did you... Because like, <laughs> I think uh, the conversation you asked me about the bonnet. Yeah. Um... Did it like? Did it feel like you were getting more insight into what is clearly not our culture? We're all we're three white women, um, or did you not engage on it on that level? <laughs> I would agree with that statement. I I felt like I was getting a lot. You know, even even the the character hair, and Sorry. she's like, okay, today's the day. I've got to yeah. do this, and and she goes into not extreme detail, and. The assumption isn't that the right by the writer isn't that she's going to teach it to you. She's just going to make the references. And if you as a reader decide you want to understand what all of that means when it comes to the care of, of, the, of their hair, then you're going to have to look all those terms up. Yeah, I think this is the first book that I've read where it's mentioned the bonnet um, being used. The hair stuff, though, I feel like uh, the mermaid book. Yeah, yeah. You, my mom hasn't read that one. Kim hasn't yeah. read that one. So, um, but that one did go into detail about it too. That was probably my first more in-depth experience mm-hmm. talking about like black hair. And so I felt like this was kind of similar. So it wasn't like unfamiliar. Mm-hmm. Well, from a personal experience, obviously, but it's like I'd read about it before. Um, I did like that book a lot better. So I'm inclined to say that one did it better, but I also don't remember. So <laughs> we won't make assumptions. So I will say, I again, because you can't see me, I am obviously white. However, in the last couple of months, I've discovered I have wavy hair and discovering. You've discovered that now? Yeah, no, yeah I'm amazed that it took her this long to figure it out, too. But it's it's kind of a thing. It's weird. I, I know. I didn't know that I had wavy hair and it didn't need it to be treated a different way. Mm. What's funny about it, though, is is it's not that and, and i'm talking about funny mm. about you your yeah. hair this process of you learning this it became a thing when you were young mm-hmm. up until now to straighten hair yeah so it was more uh, that society made it cool for this sleek sleek straight hair and that started that was a thing when we were in in, in england yeah um and i didn't realize it was everywhere and then we come back to the states and everyone's making this straight straight hair um, and then you assumed your hair was straight because my hair is dead straight. Yeah. 
my it, you inherited it actually from your father rather than your mother. Um, but what does he not have straight hair? No, he doesn't. No, it'll it'll hair. curl. Martin's will curl also, but it has to grow out far enough. Yeah, it's, it's like, kind of funny. It doesn't like both of them have like shaved their heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's because it's difficult to manage longer hair when it doesn't curl a lot. It just curls a little bit. Do not let Ronan in. Thank you. Um, Pause for a second. Yep. So wavy hair. So, obviously, the care of my hair is very different from a black person's. But, <laughs> like, yes, but I could appreciate the whole having to plan your week around what days you're going to wash your hair. Because I don't wash my hair every day now because it takes a good 30 minutes for me to wash my hair. So the way typical white people deal with their hair, if it's wavy, is they just let it dry. But you you go through a process to encourage the curl. Yeah. Um, so it's like crap when I just let it dry. Um, then it just like moves around my head like some weird halo. But it's not because my hair is not like curly. It's got a wave. So things just flick about places that it doesn't need to be. Um, so that means I put in certain creams and I've got to brush through it to get certain curl patterns, all that kind of stuff in order to encourage the wave. Um so the fact that this author made the comments of like needing to, yeah. you know, I can appreciate it. And then I was like, oh God, I can't imagine how much more effort that takes. When she was like, yeah, you know, planning her day around two hours of putting her hair up into twists and then having to take the twist back and stuff, back down and stuff. I was like, I, I cannot imagine the patience that requires. I do oh, not, I would yeah. not have the patience for that. But I don't have that kind of hair. So I've not grown up with that. Um. So yeah, I just... I liked it. And I love how the two of you were like, well, obviously you have wavy hair. I didn't know it was a thing. I thought you wanted it straight because it was fashionable. No, I thought I had straight hair. I couldn't figure out why the one side always flipped out when it was short. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't know it was because I had no, I was just surprised hair. that it took you so long to find out that you had a certain type of hair. But obviously if you've been straightening it, she then it makes sense. It's just like, straightening it don't you notice when it dries? Yeah. yeah. So drying it, straightening it, or else putting it up on the days that I don't want to put up the effort because I didn't know how to... Now, mine, mine, mine is straight. I have yeah. straight hair. Um, but it will do the... the, the, the if I... Don't brush it yeah, certain I don't ways. Put curl cream in your hair and see what happens. <laughs> in case maybe you don't have as straight as hair as you think you do. <laughs> okay, we could try that, but it, it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. I could cause it to be wavy, but no, it's. I can't even make my hair go wavy. It yeah, is, you have straight it hair. It is flat and dead. <laughs> I mean, all hair is unmanageable. Dead. Well, it's never alive, it's just a protein. But. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, I saw a tick flat. That's the word I was looking for. When this girl was like, I thought my entire life that hair came from here, and she indicates the bottom of her hair. <laughs> and then she goes, How does she, where does it come from? Is it in your head? And, and some scientists, I think it's yeah. green, um, whatever. Hank Green. Hank Green is just like, No, it doesn't just push This woman was sleep. thinking that. Your hair is inside your head. Like, you know, those Play-Doh things where you push them and the hair grows out? And so the hair is in there. And so as it grows out, it's coming out of the inside of your head. And, and yeah, it, it, it was an embarrassing video to watch. I'm like, I can't believe anybody is that stupid in life. But 
How much TikTok do you watch? Oh, too much. I'm, I don't think you watch enough if you don't think that that's... <laughs> this was pretty fucking stupid. This was a level of stupid. How could you not know where your hair comes from? I mean, did you not pay attention in school at all? Did they actually teach it in school is the question. I'm sure they tried. How would you not think about that? How would you think that your well, hair, hair follicles actually... come up at some point in biology? Yeah, yeah but that doesn't mean that you say hair follicles and people process what that actually means. They have a picture in the textbooks. They do. Listen, but, from my experience with tutoring currently, the level that with children actually engage, I was actually talking to my coworker at the library today, and I'm like, you know what? It's it really the fact that we try to keep kids something so young. Given the fact that their innate ability is to forget things in order to survive, you know, the yeah. I don't know argument. Um, I'm like, why do we focus so heavily on regurgitation when their brains just go Because as I'm relearning this stuff, what's, as, what's the problem with current the cur- the problem with current education is 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 its lack of repetitiveness. Because it should all be a, a repetition yeah. in a building. But not and so you repeat this thing and then you go to the next year and you repeat that thing, but then you build on it a little bit more and then you repeat that thing. But now it's all, you've got to take a test. So we're going to teach you how to, how to pass that test. And unfortunately, the building blocks are, are, are being lost in the process. Yeah, I had to teach my, my coworker today. She's young, much younger than I am. But I was like, oh, we were talking about something. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, we were talking about fish. And I was like, oh, they're not in the same genus. I said, but I think they're, um, they're, um, their family might be the same or something. And I looked up. I'm like, oh, no, no. Only their phylum is the same. And she was like, what the hell is a phylum? <laughs> and I'm like. How did you get through high school without knowing what a phylum is? So she told me when she was in school was when they were making the switch to Common Core. And so I'm nearly positive, and I was discussing it with her, that when she was in middle school, it wasn't part of the middle school curriculum yet on that science level. And then by the time she got to high school, they had switched over to something you learn in middle school. Uh, Yeah. Because I was showing her the classification and talking her through it, and she was looking at me like... Yeah, I've I've experienced over the years people who have hit different teaching philosophies. Like my (laughs) mom wasn't taught how to figure out a word in a sentence yeah um she was taught to memorize words and that's as many words as she knows yeah the the number of words she was taught to memorize that's how many words she knows so she doesn't read because it's there's no enjoyment to it whatsoever my dad was four years younger than my mom Mm -hmm. um he was taught to read words and sentences and so so reading comprehension yeah he loved to read then you go forward to um, my sister was also taught to memorize words because it became in fashion again. To, to And yeah. she's not a, a fan of reading. Um, but yeah, education has a huge impact on, on how people engage in life. And yeah. it's lacking these days greatly. So I don't know how we ended up on this tangent. I don't, I don't either. Except for, yeah, the book. Yeah, well, in the exposure, and yeah, it, it was it was interesting. I also like the fact that this was all so far set up through the summer, so, like, it was believable. We weren't trying to magically fit all of this in during in, a school, school year. I, I thought, actually physically thought of that at one point during the book. It's like, yep, this is a good plan. It's the summer. Yeah. Um, we don't have to worry about school. Yeah. Um, I do like the house. I want, I want that house. The, the magical rooms that nobody seemed to notice were there. It was it was starting to get a little much. I there think we might one. be too 
There was the altar room and the secret room. Yeah. Oh, I guess I didn't. Which I wasn't visualizing the altar as like a room. I was thinking it was oh, a no, cupboard. It was a separate room. Oh, okay. It was, I was like a small room, but probably okay. like a yeah. closet and, or and possibly a large closet that they had built a false fireplace in front of to hide. Yeah, it. but yeah. But yeah, the room connected to her is it's like she had like something moved with a deep rumble. It's like you're gonna hear that. Yeah, that one was a little unbelievable. I was like, how did no one know that the fireplace is moving? Yeah, when, when she moved yes. it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it's one of those things that I can suspend and just yeah. let go of. But I was like, oh, cool, an apothecary in your house—that'd be kind of cool, like that workspace and. And a garden within a garden within a garden. I was like all for that. The only thing I didn't like about the apothecary in the house was that it was inside the house. So your customers have to come into your home, walk down the hall, and go to the apothecary. It's like, why would you not have an external entrance into your apothecary rather than, a, you know, well, that's inviting everybody into your access. life. Yeah. I don't know. I just... Inviting everybody, but that's probably me and my introvertness. Yeah, I I just assumed it was controlled access to ensure that you always know who's going in and out of it, particularly in all the poisons and stuff. Didn't stop. How do you say it? Hecate. Hecate didn't stop her. (laughs) She just appeared. Showed up. Yeah, but I was gone. And and left a black spot behind. I liked that. Yeah, yeah. Hecate. I like her. She's a cool. Well, and that's the other thing. It's all of these were Greek characters that. For the most part, I knew because it's the, the focus of Greek area that I like. It's it's uh, Hades, the underworld. Um, Hecate is part of the underworld. Nyx is, Nyx is part of the underworld. Um, I thought it was kind of funny that Jason and the Argonauts be, became kind of the bad guys in all of this. And most people just absolutely love Jason's story. No, I think I've never liked Jason. Yeah. I, I always felt bad for Medea. Um because I knew Medea's story. And so I was like, oh, this is really cool. The idea that her children didn't actually die. They actually had an ability. And instead that they had to secret themselves away in order to protect something else. Um, I thought it was a really cool take. Yep. Sarah, any what? thoughts on any of that? Or are you just chilling for the sake of chilling? I'm chilling. Okay. Because <laughs> you haven't read a lot of Greek stuff, right? I mean, I took Greek mythology in college and stuff. It's just at this point, I feel like it's overdone. I don't really care. Okay, no. so it's just, just yeah. not your interest. Are there any gods or goddesses that are your interest? In Greek mythology? Or no, just, just in general? general. Uh, I don't know. So now I'm forced to, you, well, you're working through and you saying you weren't liking it that uh, Norse? Norris? Norse! You had it right Norse. the first time. <laughs> Norse book? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, do you like Odin at all and all of that? or I do think that the Norse myths tend to be more interesting than the Greek ones, but I still don't. You're just not a big mythos kind of person. Fair, fair. I love myths. I, I could happily read things on myths. I like I like when authors take myths and, and turn them on their head and, and, and play with them and, yeah. and you know explore them and particularly because it's all oral tradition essentially at the beginning. And well, I loved because this author pointed out it's all a game of telephone. Yep, that was a good description of it. We have no idea what the origins were. Yeah, we can only it's the longest game of telephone known to mankind. I thought the Vatican being pulled into it was a little extreme. I don't remember. Oh yeah, the document. The document was somehow stolen out of the Vatican, Vatican? 
Oh, and, yeah, the and, really super old, like, yeah. paper that she wasn't taking any steps to preserve or handle properly. Oh, God. Yeah, that did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, God. I was like, oh, no. No, just... She had it under her fucking mattress. How did that come out of there in one piece after... How handling it days? barehanded. Yeah. Yeah. Not that she ever went to bed. She just would... Yeah. Anyway. But um, like, can't write every moment. The Vatican part. That only just made me laugh. I was like, God, people don't like the Vatican these days. Yeah. No. It's the mysterious, mysterious place where all the mystical things disappeared into in order for Christianity to control it. Yeah, Which is a lot of <laughs> an improbable possibility. Um, but yeah, I was like, and then it ended up here in the United States. It feels like someone read Dan Brown when she was younger. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And I'm like, I'm okay with that. I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, it was. I, it, it felt unnecessary. It was maybe unnecessary. Like, really, we really have to make. Christianity and all of this and shit on it just just for the sake of shitting on it and that's See, what that felt like but I didn't so I didn't feel like it was like shitting on Christianity for the sake of shitting on Christianity it felt like it was a way to explain why the knowledge was limited and then create an ability for someone to actually explain the information on the paper because obviously she can't just magically know how to read it it's not going to be in English um, and the only Latin she knew was from the names of plants so it couldn't have magically been in Latin because we were trying to establish that it was beforehand. So having it be that the one professor brought it up and then Maria's... Marie's? Marie's. Thank you. Quote, uncle. Grandfather. Whatever the grandfather, fuck he was. Yeah, yeah. It, he's just they, they didn't, yeah, they didn't really explain him. Probably that. like great-grandnephew or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually had knowledge in it enough to translate it for them. Yeah, seemed. I know. I'm just saying. It, yeah, the Vatican. It, it was. A, I felt it was a little unnecessary, but you know, whatever. It, it was a little extra. They, they, why it couldn't have just been passed down from generation to generation, and she came across it, and and she, you know, questioned those around her. You know, what is this? You know, it, that that could have worked too. So I, I, yeah. Anyway, just a thing. Yeah, I like that this little town was a real place. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Oh, it most definitely is. And that sweet shop yeah. is an actual sweet shop, actually partially owned by uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Um, that is where, because uh, now I don't think they're partial owners, but Jeffrey D. Morgan mm -hmm. um, and his wife, I can't remember her name. Um, they spawn, they are sponsors for it i don't know i don't know if they get paid or whatever but because i went on the, the sweet shops website and looked at it and they were all over it yeah uh, no, i think they partially own it with paul red do they yeah yeah i think they're probably if they did they came in later yeah yeah i, th I think it is because i yeah. think it was paul red's friend's shop and they did support and so he but, backed yeah. it and then yeah but i could be mistaken i don't know um but yeah, this is a real town, she, yeah. and that's why she was so specific in, in where everything was located. And I'm sure the movie theaters actually how the movie theater is there is it's somebody. Well, she's that from was needlessly specific, so I assume that yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's not like she was making that up off something. Well, and that's, for no and that's where I was like when the sweet shop came yeah. up, and I'm like, okay, this is somebody who's. It would be like if I was to write out of Ashland, you know, yeah. and do something like that. Yeah, I would be very specific about certain shops and certain yeah. things. Um, yeah, she she if I remember correctly, because I had just seen it, she she lives in New York now, so it's probably places she's regularly gone to or been yep. around. What is wrong, Murphy? 
You've locked him out of the room. Well, it's not like he wants to go outside, but you don't go outside. Do you know what he does? What? He comes running in this room and hits that window all the time. I'll be like, what was Just the like point? Just like a dead run? Yeah, dead run. But he, 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 like attacks it, oh, hits it, not okay. runs into it, but he'll run up to it and <laughs> bang into it. Yeah, you are secretly my cat, aren't you? He is not your cat. He is my cat. <laughs> He thinks he is. No, I don't care what he thinks. <laughs> He's my cat. Um, any other points within the book that you guys want to discuss? I, I know you don't, Sarah, but... I I wanted it... I wanted her to be more Poison ivy I didn't want just a general reference to it, and she had his plants. Yeah. Um, I, However... Sorry, I just totally interrupted you. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I wanted her to use them more. I didn't want it to be passive. And it was, and, and it will probably grow into the next book. Oh, that was my complaint. Oh. Ah, you see what I did there? Unintentionally. Um, my one complaint on this book, and it's my complaint on any book that goes from one book to the next book, this story did not end with this book. And I've mentioned that on more than one occasion. If you're writing a book, a duology, a series, a trilogy, whatever, each book needs to end. And this one did not end. It did not end. It did not end. It did not end. You, you could argue this. It did not end. It ended enough for me, but unfortunately that won't be. It's not that kind of ending and you will know it. But the main antagonist to this book was Saul. Miss Redmond, it, it, that 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 aspect of the story ended. That was the arc for this story, and it ended. That's that that's that that's not how a story ends. That's not how that works. It was good enough for me. Yeah, well, that's good. I did like though the fact that the author clearly took the time to also include the scientific names of the plants yeah. and to set up that this character knows the botany. Um, Murphy, as opposed oh. to just you know. Oh, I touch a plant and it grows. Instead, she actually had an invested interest in understanding her abilities enough to try to figure out what they did. And that's part of why I didn't mind that her powers didn't, she wasn't continuing to explore them. Because I got the feeling she'd been exploring them covertly for a decade now. Yeah. Um, no, the author I put obvious care into writing this book, which is yeah. more than I can say for some of the other books you guys have made me read. Um, I forced them to read all the, you not are. bad things. I like the things, all the popular things. But, um, and so, yeah, I mean, she clearly knew what herbs you use to do certain things. Mm -hmm. If you do holistic plant-based medicine, I'm trying to yeah, holistic, yeah. holistic medicine, or um, that's that's the word. Natural I was remedies. Natural yeah, remedies. thank you. Natural remedies. So, all right. Is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss? What do you think is going to happen in the next book? I know we've kind of hinted that we think Carter hopefully will get into redemption. Is there anything else that you want? Oh, I think Marie's going to go off the deep end. Okay. In what way? I have no idea. I she's just, she's I just clearly think that she's either going to die, but probably not going to be that lucky. So probably just give up her immortality so that she can. She's clearly something more than just she became immortal. Okay. Um, what yeah. about? Do you think they're going to be able to save mom, or do you think mom's dead? Dead? Oh no, mom's not dead. Dead. Which I, I wish she was dead. Dead. 
just because I hate it when so what's dead I, should stay dead and everybody who knows I'm a supernatural fan knows where that comes from. So I think she's going to stay dead. Because there was at one point time given to explain how hard grief was for Mo when her father died. That so the author is going to make her go through it again for I, mom? I, wow. I, that is cold. She's a bitch. But it does, <laughs> it does make me wonder why address having to have faced death before if the possibility isn't there that mom's not coming back. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because we, we don't know. We know that there were six pieces to the heart, to the body. We don't know that it's actually going to bring back Medea's brother. Yeah, I kind of lost the thread on all of that. I just knew it was six. And why that had anything to do with the mom was beyond me. Um, because he is the... Oh God, what was the wording? I don't have my book in front of me. He's like the son, like the springer of death is what his name translates to, I think. Um... And so I think the idea is that he could, or messenger of death or something like that. And so the idea was that he could, Hecate took mom's body. Yeah, I got that part. Um, and the idea was that he could bring back her soul. But I'm, I I think she's going to stay dead. Well, what's dead should stay dead. Yes. Um, any other, like, do you want the gods to come into it more? No, absolutely not. You know, let me finish. Sorry, that. sorry. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you should have an opinion. Do you think we're gonna meet more children descended of those beings, or do you think it's just gonna be just? I don't know. Well, I, I I think we're gonna find out. Well, who Carter actually is, what Carter actually is. I think we're gonna find out Marie and where and which god she's descended from. Um, we're probably going to find out more about this secret society that's existing somewhere that Red Miss Mrs. Redmond. Mm-hmm. Well, I think she had a different name, but she went by Miss Redmond. Yeah, Katrina she, something or other. Yeah, yeah. She, she's our Jason's daughter, so she is the descendant of Hermes. Right, but she was part of some sort sort of. No, she was trying to get into it. Right, but they were a group. There yeah. was a group of them. She had men that were attacking people, so there was a group of them. Um, trying to get the heart. Mm-hmm. So yeah. All right. And and the oh god, and I I don't want to like him, but the the um, Undertaker, Lucifer, <laughs> <laughs> Lucian, Lucifer, Lewis, the entire family all named Lou <laughs> of some sort. And he's just like trying his damnedest not to say what his name was. Fine, my name's Lucifer. It's like really, that's funny. But I think we're gonna find. I think we're gonna find he's some sort of descent. And I think that's the only thing that's bothering me is it feels like this town is being turned into God Central. Oh, see, I didn't think he was gonna be descended. I don't even think that um, Marie's gonna be. Why would he be protecting? I think it's just a family secret that's being protected. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be descended. I think he is. I didn't get that feeling of him being dissonant, but I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, suddenly, oh, everyone in the town is special and this is just, like, once upon a time or something. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like once upon a time? 
Oh, up until a point. Yeah. I mean, everybody liked the first season. Went increasingly off the rails, much like this story, although the story did it on an accelerated rate. Um, But I think it was about the Frozen storyline that you were just. I mean, I definitely, and I never, I don't think I finished the. The, oh, I the, show. the last season was when I went to Seattle, and I know I didn't finish that one. I definitely yeah. don't recall anything about that. Why did you go to Seattle? Oh, never, never mind. We we don't need to discuss this because Emma broke the curse, and then like another character. I just said never mind, and you're just gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, because you were invested in Emma and, and Captain Hook. Yeah. wanted Emma's jacket. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did like her red jacket, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Here we are. All righty. So, I guess we will start oh. to our ratings now. Yeah, ratings. Let me ask this, Sarah. Is your rating the same throughout the entire thing, or are they going to actually vary? Do I bother I, asking I you? don't know. I haven't okay. even thought about it, so it's going to be off Talk the cuff. Okay. Then how exciting did you find this book, Sarah? Um, I'm going to start laughing. Um, <laughs> uh, I would say somewhere between a two and a three. Okay, between a two and a three in case you couldn't hear that. Yeah, two and a three. Two and a three. Two point five. <laughs> two point five. So it's point fives for you, Sarah. They're important. <laughs> Kim? I would also give it a two point five. I didn't think it was exciting at all. Um. Not unreadable, but not exciting. Yeah. I found it as enjoyable as the first time I read it, so I gave it a 4.5. Cool. I, I thought it was pretty enjoyable, and I instantly, both times, got Is to it. Is enjoyable exciting? I, exciting, yeah. I was engaged in it. I, I got to the end. I was about to say, before you interrupted me, I was how to dare. clarify. Both times I got to the end of the book, I instantly wanted the next book to know what's going to happen. So I think that's a pretty solid, like, excitement. Uh-huh. So, easy reading, Kim. That was dead easy to read. Other than, you know, I that's never... That's not reading. What? what? <laughs> I said that's not a rating. Oh, I heard that's not reading, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? what? Five. Thank sorry. Five. five. I figured dead easy to read kind of implied five. I apologize. We don't make assumptions here. <laughs> um... The only part that was even remotely, I have paid zero attention to Greek mythology in my life. So I didn't know who everybody was. And typically I'll want to look people up and I had zero interest in looking okay. people up. So that would be the only part that would be difficult about it, but it wasn't a difficult reading, no. Okay. Sarah, ease of reading. I think I'd give it a 3.5. Okay. It was easy at first and then it got progressively harder until like, yeah, the last 100 pages I fell asleep. And then I woke up and I was like, I have to continue reading. And that was the hardest thing I've had to do for a while. So that's <laughs> really it. put this off on your reading because you didn't have the book right away. <laughs> yeah, well, I was hoping my library would get it. And then honestly, I was just planning on pretending I had read it. And I was like, maybe I should tell you that I'm not going to have it. And I should just pret- I should have just pretended I'd read it. But the minute you did that, she uh, I would have bought the book for you yeah. and had it delivered to your house. <laughs> and then your library told you two hours later it was I added. know. I couldn't believe that. They never deliver it that quickly. I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> now I have to go through the process of returning the books. Oh, I already have yeah. a copy. Okay, and my easy reading is... I, I thought it was a five. It's not a hard read. It's not... It, it's not, like, 
super challenging. If it's what you're into, you're going to read it pretty quickly. Um, a little slow at the middle, but it's not like I didn't think it was stupidly slow. I, I just thought it was a lot of setup. Yeah. So, and I didn't hate this. I didn't think it was stupidly slow. I could just feel the story crumbling as it approached its conclusion. So I became less invested in reading it because it's like, this is, this is going somewhere that I don't necessarily want to follow. So can I ask a question? And this is, this is me and, and the logistics of shit. How big is that fucking wall in the closet that they could do generations and generations and generations and generations of a family? Oh, uh, family tree. It only we, goes we, back we, like we can only human. go back to the mid eighteen hundreds. Oh no, seventeen hundreds. I think it's seventeen. Dad's side, yeah. Your dad's side, not my dad's side. No, your dad's the, side cuts off very, very quickly. Right. <laughs> you can't even get it on a piece of paper. Yeah. But they managed to do centuries on a wall. Anyway, <laughs> you know me. So, what was your emotional reaction, Sarah? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give it maybe uh, I'm sorry I'm torn between 1.5 and 2 uh, 1.75 1.75 okay yeah actually 4 I, I, I liked not that I can remember her name right now the lead character Briseis yeah Brie I couldn't say that name if my life depended on it. I had to look it up beforehand. I actually listened to it and I still can't remember how it said. <laughs> um, Brie. I liked Brie. Um, I liked her at first until she started getting dumb. Like they were throwing clues in her face and she was just like, oh. How strange. That's, I'm going to continue it, going. That's, that's, a, that's a young adult. Pro. I know, but it's so forced. And, and it's yes. so forced. Yeah. She was somewhere new. That's a I've been to new places. I've moved regularly. If someone is like, hey, I've worked here for years, and then someone else is like, they moved in six months ago, I'm not just going to yeah. be like, well, that sure is strange. <laughs> anyway, time to get back to my apothecary. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, like, investigate, obviously. Or at least just weird. ask a question. Yeah. Dude, this person just told me that you've only been here for three months. What the fuck? Yeah. But anyway, having moved constantly where people are coming in and out, I would not have thought to do that. So it didn't bother me. Um, I just would have been like, oh, someone's misinformed. Clearly the person who is themselves know who's who they are. So I didn't think it was weird that she just took what he said at face value. She thought he was her friend. Anyway, we'll start. We'll go back to what I was saying for. I liked her. I liked the character. Okay. Yeah. My emotional reaction was a five. Uh, like I said, I got to the end of it and I wanted the next book. I want to know what happens. I cared about the characters. I was sad when mom died. Um, I was sad that Bree has to experience that. I was devastated for Mo. Because um, I, I, the moms, the mothers, the parents had great interactions with each other that I believed that they, I love the fact that they came back and the two of them were playing Uno. And I was like, that's a, that's a good couple. <laughs> just, just at home playing Uno. <laughs> and cheating aggressively. <laughs> um, so mine was a five, and that was my overall rating. Is I gave this book a five star for being a young adult book. I think it was a five star young adult book. What about you, Kim? I gave it a four. Okay. 
I gave it a two. I know you did. <laughs> oh, well, then I guess I didn't have to say anything. You could just cut that part out. No. Nope. <laughs> I saw you gave it a two. I mean, it's not a one, so, you know. Yeah. And you're reading the next one. In a few months when it comes out. Two months after it comes out. Uh, well, so I can get a hold of, of it, but well, I don't well, think we'll that, figure we'll it out. Sure. I don't think my library will have it that quickly. It's okay. We'll take care of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it will be taken care of. Maybe we'll have Patreons by that point. And, you know. She'll have already read it. She'll buy the book and then you can read it because she got the arc. So she's going to read it next week because she's dying to read the next book. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. You said be nice to my, my special copy, so I'll probably get the fairy loop copy again. Destroy my copies? No, since us jackets have come back roughed up. Oh, stop it. <laughs> yeah, some of the ones you've given me have had roughed up jackets. Don't send no, no, no. the dust jacket. When I lend people books, yeah, I, take I, the least, I take the dust off. jacket off if you give me a book with dust jacket and then I put it on and so I've been then, reading. And you've seen my room, I'd never be able to find the dust jacket again. Yes, you would. Not like for how long Sarah keeps it. It's going to take her a week to read it. Well, I'm reading trying. it for the podcast. It's good just a God, lot of children. I stopped giving you more books. That, that's a probably a good thing. Although you did give me more. Well, I did ask if you had any. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm working through it. It's just not the kind of books that I'm super into I'm right now. So you haven't read Crescent City it's yet. Taking me a while. <laughs> Crescent City that you gave me last week. That's <laughs> a thousand pages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wrote it? If you say Armand Sarah Todd, J. I mean, Mass. Oh, that was the one Mass. my coworker was like, anything by this writer, that's funny. She thought that was hilarious. And what? Like, my coworker asked for recommendations. Right, but on which books. author was she talking about? I, I recommended it because she wanted fantasy romance, so I said yeah. anything by Sarah J. Mass. Oh, okay. And she just thought that was funny because she's like, so this author must be good. And I said, popular. I don't know. I've never read her. I don't you will be. <laughs> I do not think you like her. Okay. But. You loved those books. I'm thinking about her tastes, Me. man. Oh, okay. And I do believe she is not going to enjoy them. What are they? And we're dragging no, no, her we're into not, this long what series. What are we reading? Uh, we're going to be reading A Court of Thorns and Roses. <laughs> okay. But we're not going to be reading the Silver Flames one, right? No. Okay. No, I'm not going to make you reread that one. That one was perhaps not Lots my thing. Very long, too. It was like thick and smut. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, shoot. I just stumbled right on the new one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways. Anyway, finish it off. Alrighty. So next time we are reading The Ocean at the End of the Lane. Another one that Sarah's going to love. I mean, presumably I will enjoy it more than this one. I like Neil Gaiman. And this episode although it's coming out a week or two early is actually for our one year anniversary because it has been a year since we've started our podcast as of the 23rd of march um and we're just gonna keep on going for those poor people who still listen (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for everyone who's been listening um yeah and we're gonna keep going so i can't read anymore I'm being given the death glares of will you please wrap this up. So our intro and outro music is by Grant Newman and is called The Battle of the Nile from Epidemic Sounds. Don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to Book Vile Banter on Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes, or whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. What? Book Vile Banter.
<laughs> you didn't say book pile banter. <laughs> Books and bile. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Look, we tried keep, going. We tried yes, just going. keep going. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you on any of our social media platforms, such as Instagram or TikTok. You can find us at book underscore pile mm-hmm. underscore banter. There you go. You can also email us at book pile banter at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, but not these two. I'm done with these two. So you don't want to hear from us or we don't want no, to hear from them? No, you just gave Sarah permission not to read. No, so going to read. I don't want feedback from you guys. out now. <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, a year of this. A year of this. It's been a year. <laughs> My goodness. Okay.